Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Small Town World. This is Lee Creech and Kayla Couples. And today we are going to talk about divine appointments. Is that the title that you thought we were going to sure. talk about? Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought we were going to talk about. So, uh, can I tell what led us to talk about this? Yeah. Or do so we start do that first? start by saying what is a divine appointment, okay. and then share. And I'll share a little yeah. bit. Okay. So. Uh, divine appointments, spirit-led meetings that give us the opportunity to be used in God's service for the advancements of his kingdom. Men and women of God who had divine appointments uh, did most of the works in the Bible, and I added with God's hand because they didn't do the work. Uh, For instance, Philip being led by the spirit was told that he should go down towards Gaza in the desert, and of course that's the story of the Ethiopian. Yeah, he was... I always, I say teleported. I don't know what he really was, but he yeah, it was just he was he other. was picked up and he was put there. He was picked up and he was put there by the spirit. So, however you want to say it. Um, yeah. So what led us to do this is your friend. Yeah, Kayla has a friend, and so I was trying to be guard my words because I didn't want to say her name. But do you think we should say her name or? I don't yeah, know. We better not say that. <laughs> so it's 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 a long convoluted story, but but the Lord put me in her path, right? At a time when uh, when I needed prayer, when someone that worked with me needed prayer, and she had prayed for a divine appointment that day. She had a friend with her who had also prayed for a divine appointment that day, and so uh, we talked about it again today. Um, just we saw the Lord's hand in in all of the things that had to happen, and um, and you know people say, and not just in your life in that day, but in their life as well. Yes, it was a blessing to them too. But what I mean is like the events, the events yes, that lined events up that, lined that up. had them where they were when More they so encountered in their life you. Than my life that really. Um, just solidified in their heart and mind that God had truly appointed that moment. Yes, yes. And so what an encouragement for all four of us uh, that the Lord did that. And, you know, Kayla's friend friend said something really profound to the girl that she came and prayed for at my office. Um, She said, you know, how much does God love you Mm -hmm. that he— orchestrated this whole day so that we could all four be together and pray and so it's just we just knew that the spirit was there we knew that the lord had had his hand on everything that was orchestrated and people always say um you know you're creating that well you're creating um i read something today about that you know that people create the scenario of like all these things you know happened um but we knew right. in our hearts that the Lord had set things in motion that day and that things had happened for a reason. And And it was funny because I went, ran into her. It was one of those rainy, yucky days. And I said, well, I'm just going to run across the street and grab some soup from the coffee shop. So I ran across the street to grab the soup from the coffee shop, and they were out of soup. And so I went to the next place, you know, cat just jumped in my car and said, okay, well, I'll just go here and grab some lunch. And they were there. And the timing of us both being there at the same time. and um, anyway. So I felt like, like you read, I read quite a few things. And 
just to get in my mind, like the um, number one, like the biblical reality of the divine appointment, because I think there are times that we use religious sounding words, but yet they may not necessarily be biblical. And so I just kind of yes. wanted in my own heart and mind to make sure what we were calling a divine appointment or what we were even talking about was truly a biblical phenomena. That 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 was kind of where I right. where I went with because it. Because that term is not a biblical term. I thought the same exact thing when I was preparing for this. Right, and but neither is the Trinity. Right, the, the Trinity isn't in in Scripture either, as far as the the you know the, the actual that word that we use. But anyway, in doing so, I read quite a few things, and you know, for the Christian, it boils down to the fact that we trust in a God that has a plan for us, mm. really. I mean, that's where, that's, for the Christian to say, we believe in divine appointments. Number one, there's a lot of biblical evidence that God is the God of divine appointments. But also, it is our faith that we have, we serve the God that orders our steps, that yeah. has our story already written and do you want me to read that verse real quick? Yeah, has a has a purpose and a plan in mind for us with regards to um, the end game, so to speak. Yeah, Proverbs sixteen nine. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. I'm in the NIV right now because I love it. So that is the New International Version. The other scripture that I thought of, and I'm going to have to look it up real quick because I can't ever remember it word for word. Um, is the scripture in Psalm 139. Um, gosh, can I even find it? Is it? Where the Lord's speaking about our that our days are already written. Ah, your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. And so as we're talking about divine appointments, we are also acknowledging the fact that we serve a sovereign God. And I think it hasn't been too terribly long ago, has it, that we talked about that right. in a little bit of a different context, but the reality is the same. That is a that is a character of the living God is that he is sovereign. That means he can he is the governor over yeah. his creation. I've said so many times how, you know, I used to think that, that – God wasn't in the details or he didn't care about the details of everyday life. Like we went about our life and he wasn't concerned about the details. But I think he is absolutely the closer I've grown to the Lord. Um, that was what I was going to ask you. Like what was a catalyst for changing your mind in that? Because I feel like there are a lot of Christians that feel like yeah. God doesn't care if I talk to the person on the plane beside me. God doesn't care if right. I you know, whatever. I mean, he, God doesn't care about those things. So how do, how would you speak to someone that was still in that place? I would say read your Bible. Read your Bible. Because when I started reading, and really the Old Testament, when I started reading the Old Testament and, uh, you know, most of my life, I don't, I had probably read those stories when I was a kid or whatever, but I didn't just go back and read the right. Old Testament other than Psalms and Proverbs. You know, I'd go back and read those verses or whatever, but but biblical stories, no. I had not just like as an adult sat down and read the the biblical stories. But God is in the details. He is in the details. Whenever you read 
every little thing that happened to Moses. Every, I mean, Moses is a huge catalyst to know that he God is really in He really is. When you read about the the tabernacle, yeah. like is that that's where I yes. that's where we are right now. Oh my goodness, yes. In um, you know, reading it chronologically, and when you yes. see the specificity given, yes, in everything everything from the garment to the curtain to the building to the lampstand yeah. I mean, like that that to me just reminds me like you said that he is indeed in the details for yeah. sure and he orders our steps and and i like i said i love the story of moses because his steps were so clearly ordered um everything didn't look like you would think it's supposed to look you know and um and Moses was older when things happened. He was 40, you know, when God really began to use him. Yeah. So uh, so that's, you know, bolstering to my faith <laughs> at the age that I'm at now. Um, so was he 80 that. when he went back to get the children? Was he 80 when he brought them out? He was 80-ish right there at that, I think maybe when he led the children of Israel out. Isn't that about how old he was? I know. Speaking of details. Speaking of details. But anyway. I don't have that wrote down. (laughs) Sorry. He was not a young guy. I'm thinking he was. young and I love it. I love that he was not young. I'm thinking he was in the the 80s, around 80 or so. I don't remember. The other point that I wanted to make about the, um, about what we experienced last week with with clearly what was a divine appointment for all of us um, was that it didn't look how I thought a divine appointment was supposed to look. So I thought divine appointments were witnessing opportunities. Mm. And I've always said that to myself, thought that in my head, had it pictured in my head what a divine appointment was supposed to look like. Um, Told you I've even planned fake scenarios (laughs) and what I would say in those scenarios (laughs) of of, um, a, a divine appointment or what I thought a divine appointment was supposed to look like. And... Last week was God ministering to somebody that needed ministering. Mm. And then the Holy Spirit breaking chains for me specifically in two different two different areas. Um, and and I, I don't even know how to explain. Um, but but he told me some things and yeah. he used you know, he used uh, your friend uh, in prayer to to give me two two things that that needed to happen two different completely different things but i would say that um how would you describe that because you know exactly what happened and exactly what i'm talking about i just i think you know what you're trying to articulate is the reality that god used her to speak truth into your life yes thank you he used her as an instrument yeah and so kind of where i want to go with that is Breaking chains sounds like there's sin there that needs to be broken, and that's not what it was. But, right. It was lies of it the was enemy. Spe- right. It was a specific word of truth that you needed to hear in that yes, moment yes. to minister to some things that you were struggling with as yes. far as just life, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, what what the direction that I want to go from there is, although she is a spirit-filled, surrendered servant of the Lord— God wants to use all of us that way. Yeah. yeah. And so where what I do know about her is that she prays for that. Yes. She specifically prays 
for divine appointments in her life. Yes. And because and, she prays for that. And her friend does too. Her friend does too. Because she prays for that, she's on the lookout for it. Yes. Because she prays for that, she is surrendered to be obedient when the Lord shows her that opportunity. She takes the opportunity when it's given. And yes. so um, I'm particularly challenged by that because yes. I think, number one, that is not something that I actively pray for. Yeah. I do. And you know what's funny? I had prayed that morning and I was, I had said, Lord, it's funny. It's really funny because I was driving to work and I was like, Lord, why don't I, why don't I ever get a divine appointment? Like, but again, I'm thinking a witnessing opportunity. Like, yeah. why do I never experience divine appointments? And I'm saying, and I'm saying to myself, maybe I need to be praying more. Maybe I need to be studying more. Maybe mm. it's something I'm not doing, you know, that's keeping me. And that was one of the things that she spoke truth over was that it's not anything that I'm, I can do. Yeah. But other than what you're saying, right. be on the lookout, be surrendered. She told me the word, she said the word is surrender. Be surrender. Surrendered. Yeah. And I, I love the point that you've brought up several times is that it doesn't necessarily look like what we think it's going to look like. Because what the reality is, is that that can be said of ministry in every single way. Yeah. We get this idea in our mind of what ministry is supposed to look like. And sometimes ministry is sitting with a friend that's hurting. And sometimes ministry is praying over someone. And sometimes ministry is speaking wisdom and truth into someone's life. And sometimes it is witnessing to someone's lost condition or leading them back into relationship with the Lord if they feel like they've strayed from communication with Him. And, um, you know, I just think about the mission field and how that, it's the same that it's the same in leading a church. It's the same in all of those scenarios. It almost always looks different than what we thought it was supposed to look like. Yeah. Yeah. And when we can let go of those preconceived ideas. Yes. And I know for me, I'm so often consumed by what someone might think of me. Mm -hmm. I'm so often consumed by how I might look in a given situation instead of that complete abandon to being used by God in in a moment that might seem uncomfortable, yeah. In the in the second that it's coming out of your mouth, but yeah. but the reality of what you're breaking through and what it's going to lead to that supernatural work of being used by God in specific situations, or let it, or letting someone else minister to you because yeah. you know, it, yes, she was obedient, but I think you played played a part in it as well because you recognized. And you said, okay, you know, yeah. come on, let's go pray or whatever. So she, so I'm going to tell you the phrase that she used. And so you can steal it if you need to. Uh, so she said, hey, we're almost done with lunch and we don't have anything else planned today. What can we do for you today? And I was like, I, I'm good. I don't really <laughs> need you to help me do anything today. Thanks. You know, like I'm so dense. And so I was. I said, you know, I'm, I I really am good. And then immediately um, my friend that was hurting uh, and going through a really, really difficult time, came, and she, like I said, and she works for me, and she came into my heart. And so I said, hey, you know what? There is somebody that I need you to pray for that's going through a really difficult time today and pray for her. And so uh, so they said, well, let, can we come and pray for her? And I said, oh, yeah, absolutely. And because she is such a strong Christian, I, I felt like she would be okay. 
with me, <laughs> inviting strangers to come pray that, for her. There's that moment of uncomfortable it in that. It was a little awkward. I wasn't there's sure. There's that moment of uncomfortable. How is this going to be received? And is yes. this person that I'm bringing them to going to be okay with that? And and ministry can be uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, and it, it can be. We often have to put that part of ourself on the back burner really yeah i had i came into the office and i said hey don't be mad at me but some strangers are going to come pray for you (laughs) and uh she was of course like oh thank you she was so receptive and just um you know eager to be prayed for instead of instead of uh so how do we just thinking about how much that touched your life and not just because it was a kind thing to do on their part, but because truly God used them to impact you. Because yes. He used all, them. All four of us were impacted to speak truth into you, and like, and, and truly, all four of you yeah. knew that. Like, yeah. you knew that God was moving, and that He had answered prayers that day, and that He had aligned situations. Because that's what we're talking about. Yeah. The divine appointment is the aligning of these events throughout. All the days of the people that are yeah. involved in it to bring two or three or four or, or however many into this specific place at this specific time so that what God is wanting to accomplish in maybe one person or maybe multiple people is is accomplished. Yeah. So we, I am saying with my whole heart, I believe that God does that. Yes. 100%. And you are saying with your whole heart, you believe that God does that. And so if you don't believe that God does that, then you will probably not agree with us. And, and you're not going to, you're <laughs> not going to, no, and you're <laughs> not, and you're not going to think we're right. But since I do believe that um, divine appointments are highlighted throughout yeah. scripture, all, even when you think about Joseph and the, the people coming by just about mm-hmm. the time his brothers were you know, had left him in the pit. Well, hey, well, why don't we just sell him? Yeah. Hey, well, we're going to take you down to Egypt. And the people that were yes, that that specific people that he was sold to, that had a relationship with Potiphar, that right. like everything had to the yeah. the the two guys that got arrested and ended up in jail with him and had the dream and he was able to interpret it and hey, that's yeah, the guy that remembered him the, two years later yeah. and oh yeah, there is this guy that can interpret dreams. Everything. Well, one of those died, but one, the one that yeah, lived. but the one that lived, <laughs> the guy that lived. Um, every part of that yes. is just a demonstration of God's ordering of events, so that His will can be accomplished. So I said all that to say, since I I acknowledge that it's truth, uh, I'm I'm convicted to be more aware of what that needs to look like in my life. Yes. I think it looks it needs to look like me acknowledging that. Number yeah. 1, God, I see your hand directing my life. Yes. I see these places that you have intervened on my behalf. I see these places that you have ordered my steps and the places that you have sent people at times that I needed them and and used me at times that others might have needed me. But I don't want to. I don't want it to be accidental on my part. Like, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want to be more actively engaged in the process of it through and surrender looking and looking for it, rather than looking back on it and saying, "Oh God, I got to see your hand in that." Like, I want. I want to be um, on this side of it, saying, "Use me, Lord, and show me where you want me to be used." Yes. 
a huge thing that we all do is when is telling somebody that we'll pray for them mm. and then walking away instead of let's step in here and pray right now. Yeah. And that the Lord really convicted me of that today when I was thinking about this, how often I say, well, I will, I will pray for you about that and genuinely do it. But we take away, but there's something different about the power of the Holy Spirit. When two people are together and you're in, and you're together in the Lord, praying in the Lord in agreement, um, there's something different. That's so true. Yes. Yes. And so I was really convicted about that today when I was, trying to prepare for this and just, um, you know, instead of saying, well, I'll pray for you, start saying, let's, let's pray. Let's go pray. So what an actionable step mm-hmm. that we can immediately begin to put into practice. Because we do it all the time. Uh, absolutely. Uh, all the time. And like you, like you just said, like, I love that the Lord put it on your heart that that is something that you can begin doing right now yes and for me so i I, i'm hearing what you're saying and saying yeah that's something that i can do and then i'm thinking also i can actively begin praying that i am aware when number one pray for them Mm -hmm. lord let me be used for divine appointments yeah so i had heard your friend we heard your friend speak when did she come and speak Back in November, I think. Okay. So she talked about divine appointments when she came and spoke. And so that has truly been on my heart and something I've prayed for. And I'm telling you, um, I felt like I wasn't doing something right. (laughs) I felt like the Lord had not given me those opportunities. And what was I missing? And what was I doing to keep those things from happening? Do you think, looking now that your perspective has changed somewhat on on what might be considered a divine appointment, do you feel like you've had them? I think the Lord is saying, girl, you have missed... 25 mm-hmm. opportunities. Because you, you thought it was going to look one way. I thought it was going to look one way, and it didn't. It looked, yeah. you know, something completely different. So, yes. Yeah, absolutely. One of the challenges that people have, or I should say maybe one of the counters that people come back with when speaking about divine appointments, because it truly it's just an extension of God's sovereignty. That's all it is yeah. when, you're, when we're talking about divine appointments. And so, um, obviously, one of the biggest arguments against that is sin and you know people get so jumbled up in their mind how can you reconcile a particular evil and then uh, and then say that god is good or that god did that or god Mm -hmm. allowed that and i just think about this that specific situation so we talked about joseph right so his brother's committed evil sin against him mm-hmm. and one of my favorite verses is when he finally gets to the end when it finally gets to the end of genesis and his their dad has died and they're standing before their brother thinking okay now that dad's gone he's gonna destroy yeah. us or whatever he's yeah. gonna take his revenge and he said and you know, and he was grieved by that in his heart that they thought that of him but the response that he gave to them is that you what you intended is evil for me god has used for good yes and so within God's sovereignty, it's understanding that sin does not stop God's perfect will from happening. So that opportunity that I missed to pray for someone, God knew that person needed prayed for. Yeah. And someone else was probably obedient yeah, to, do, to do what I didn't do. What a wonderful point. Yes. And yes. God wants this particular person to be prayed with to receive Christ. 
I was disobedient in or, or missed the opportunity because I was self-absorbed or disobedient, whatever. Whatever. God is going to send someone to minister Christ to that person. Yeah. And so the sovereignty of God, it is mysterious because he's God. It should be mysterious. Right. And, but the reality is, is that sin does not stop the work of the all-powerful, all-knowing, perfect God. And, and oftentimes he uses it. Exactly. I mean, then that, I mean, that's what scripture says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all things work together for good. For those who love the Lord, to those who are the called according to his purpose. All things means the hard things, the easy things, the fun things, the the mean I mean it's the, the evil things. The evil things. Yeah. That God is orchestrating our steps in order to accomplish what he intends to accomplish in our lives. Yeah. And wonderful wisdom. We get to choose to be participants. Yeah. In that where we are in communion with him. And it is a beautiful thing that he would allow us into that space to be used. It's a beautiful thing to think that God would use us. Yes. That it is something that the Christ follower should long for. I want to be used by him to impact other people. Yes. And the beautiful gift in clay vessels. Yeah. What is it? I don't have to look up the. I'm 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 so bad about remembering the entire thing. I'm going to be working on that. That's one of my goals for the year is to be better. Scripture memorization. Yeah, to, yeah. is to have the, is to have it. Yeah, I, I'm not good at it either. But, but we're clay vessels, and clay we have vessels. a beautiful thing inside of us. <laughs> I do know that much. <laughs> oh well, we have a few more minutes left. Um, so there's a beautiful story, uh, the woman at the well. Yeah. The beautiful story that, and so clearly she had a divine appointment that day and she didn't realize it and she didn't know it, but she embraced it and God used her Yeah, and Jesus used her. And so that's a beautiful example. Do we want to read that story or do we have, we have do a you have minutes? it? Uh, yes. While you're looking for that, I'm just going to, so I'm, I'm thinking about even God using Judas mm-hmm. to accomplish, um, all that happened in Jesus's life and even to the point of death on the cross that Judas was used by God in that. Um, Paul getting arrested and ending up in the jail in Philippi and the Philippian jailer and, the Philippian jailer and his whole family being saved because of that encounter. Yes. Um, did you find it? Yeah. A Samaritan woman meets her Messiah. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize his, but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee, but he needed to go through Samaria. Sorry, we're at the radio station and the phone's ringing. So he came to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave his son to Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. And a woman of Samaria came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink, for his disciples had gone away to buy into the city to buy food. And the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. And Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it 
was to you that you say this to, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. It goes, it's long. um, And we're, we only have a minute left. But anyway, we, we love that story. We know that Jesus ordained her steps that day and met her there and he ordained his steps and the disciples. He sent them to get food. I mean, it was just so many things. And and the anyway. harvest that came from that. Yes, yes. The whole city came the out then city. and 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 encountered Christ because of that. Yes, yes. So may we be, uh, may, may my eyes be open to not miss the opportunities that I'm given um, to minister in whatever way that is, yeah. the truths of, of the Lord. Yes. So, well, we thank you guys for joining us. We um We are glad that y'all were here with us today and look for divine appointments. (laughs) Thank y'all. Bye.